and show him what you got. Go! There he goes again. Coming to you live from the every FNFF Minecraft server. It's not a ghost town anymore. I'm just kidding, it is. It's the every FNFF podcast. <laughs> uh, if you do log into the uh, every FNFF Minecraft server, don't touch any of my shit. It's, it's booby trapped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, not because I need it. Just, I'm just trying to spare you. <laughs> How are you gentlemen doing? I'm fine. It's, it's a wonderful day in the year 2021. We oh finally God. made it. My skin is clear. My my back feels great. <laughs> I feel hydrated and awake. It's a miracle, guys. I can't believe the last surprise that 2020 had for all of us. You know, the really awful thing that happened at the very end of the year that we're all on aware December 31st, of. I don't even need to speak. Terrible. Yeah. On December 31st, that that world shattering event that happened that we all know about that it wouldn't. It, it's so obvious what we're talking about that it's not even worth bringing up. But <laughs> Man, 2020 didn't pull any punches even right there till the end. <laughs> Going into 2021, I feel like Stinko Man from that Homestar Runner <laughs> cartoon where he's like, those first 10,000 bites of dirt weren't very good. Maybe this next one will be better. <laughs> and I'm just like, every year is terrible. This is the one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm Alex. I'm Carl. I'm Zachary Taylor, 13th president of the United States. Zachary Taylor Thomas. Wow. I I don't know that he was the 13th president. Is that the great great grandfather of Corey Taylor of Slipknot? That's right. <laughs> That's right. President Slipknot. I'm Curtis. <laughs> We're aboard the Highwind today. Oh yeah, indeed. Yeah, we made it back onto the Highwind. We we haven't gotten the name of it, is that right? Yeah, there's been nowhere that has said it so far. Okay, all right. Not even in like the the menu where uh where where you save and stuff. It doesn't yeah. say like. Yeah, we're on we're on the ship, <laughs> the airship. Importantly, um, and like it's kind of like a weird the gang's all here moment because like now we're allowed to like walk around the ship, right? Like we can go to the different rooms, we can check out the different hallways, and like all of the semi-important characters that we've like met along the way are here now. So it's like a big like reunion. Hell yeah. It's like the end of Pee-wee's big adventure. <laughs> it runs uh, in the drive-in. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, it's like, it's like Pee-wee's big adventure. Dee Snyder is here singing Gonna Burn in Hell for Twisted Sister. <laughs> Large Marge was killed in the leveling of home. <laughs> um, But yeah, like on, in the very first room, we actually see Isaru, Moroda, and Pase. They're here, and they're kind of, like, giving us a little, uh, I guess what would you say, like, they're kind of, now that we know the secret of the pilgrimage, the summoners are more, like, open to talking with us about it, right? Like, yeah. They're really more trusting, I think, of us now at this point. And, uh, and like, Isaru and Moroda both are just like, yo, I'm not looking forward to dying. Like, I don't want this to happen, but, like, it has to happen. So, like, <laughs> I don't know, they're, like, real resigned to their fate, you know what I mean? Yeah, why wouldn't they be into the idea of having to die? Yeah. <laughs> like, this you shit sucks, don't man. don't like it. <laughs> it got a really high score on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know why you don't like it. <laughs> Twitter told me uh, it's not cool to die. <laughs> <laughs> so now I feel self-conscious about being really into it. Yeah. 
Uh, Pase is funny because he's sleeping on the floor. He's like sitting down and he's asleep. And like Moroda and Isaru kind of tell us like they regret bringing him along. Like the emotional stress and the physical strain of bringing a child on a pilgrimage, like maybe in retrospect, wasn't the best idea. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you think about it too. Especially with what we know now, it's just like, why the fuck would you bring in a child? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I, I think that they're like brothers, like all three of them. So like maybe they did have that like, you know, brotherly camaraderie. So they were like, oh, it doesn't matter if he's like 10. We're going to bring him anyway. Yeah. Or maybe probably not 10. I feel like in Final Fantasy years, he's like a toddler. <laughs> I was thinking about that because like the scene last episode where they were all like kind of charging all those fiends during their big yeah. like triumphant speech like like Pase is yeah. like leading the pack for some reason <laughs> it's like you're not a summoner get out of there <laughs> get out of he's a guardian he knows what's up okay what what weapon do you think Pase uses hmm brass knucks brass knucks <laughs> he has like all the same perks as like Waka but it's like a slingshot oh love that. <laughs> like a little De Dennis, Dennis the Menace, the Menace. Or Bart. If you look closely, you can see it in his back pocket. Yeah. He has dark touch slingshot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's where he just aims directly at your eyes. <laughs> or your nards. True. But yeah, so like, that goes on a little bit. Uh, I do like, there is a bit of the conversation that I enjoy where Saru says like, It must be sacrilege to think so highly of a machina. I feel uneasy just riding it. And uh, Titus asks him, he's like, oh, are you sure you don't just have motion sickness? Because yeah. <laughs> they're like on the thing. And he's like, what's motion sickness? What manner of infirmity is this? Is that a machina? <laughs> I never get motion sickness, <laughs> says Titus. Yeah, I wonder if that's a if that's a nod to uh, to FS7 a little bit. No, Yuffie getting motion yeah. sickness on the yeah. ship, yeah. It's because they're reading too much. <laughs> Kimari's in the hallway as well. I like his like kind of take on things. Where he like at first he says something about like oh I'll never forget the Albed sacrifice but then I like his like take on Machina and like Yevon's teachings and shit and he's like if I if finding Yuna means using Machina then I have no problem using Machina he's very like uh what's the word cool he's very, um, cool as hell <laughs> cool he's cool as hell but yeah he's just like willing to do what needs to be done he kind of like realizes that like no matter whether it's the teachings or not it's like what you get out of it i feel like is the important thing you know and he's yeah. just like oh yeah no problem with it if it helps us do the thing yeah he's kind of utilitarian about it where he's just like yeah. yeah like i don't want to do that because i was told not to and stuff but if i need right. to i'm fucking going to because the only thing that matters to me is saving yuna right where would your cat go if he could drive uh probably the garage or the basement fish uh has been trying really hard to get into the garage and also always <laughs> yeah. the basement the car. <laughs> he, he gets just... out to the car and just drives it into the garage <laughs> he's like finally <laughs> yeah fish doesn't really like outside too much i don't know i guess like, like all the fucking neighborhood cats live on my porch now so they would all just drive to my house i guess <laughs> yeah there's already hardly enough parking outside <laughs> It'd be all sneak into an R-rated movie. <laughs> yeah, they all just uh, stand on each other's uh, backs and put on a trench coat. Yeah. <laughs> um. So like, I walked uh, I walked uh, backward down the hall first, like toward away from the camera. Like and, so uh, down downhill. I think. I think the way it works is that if you go clockwise, you go d lower, and if you go counterclockwise, you go higher. That's yes, correct. Yeah. 
So, uh, so I went down first, and I like that, like, the Albed Sykes are already, like, back in training mode. Like, fucking their entire home got blew up. Like, blew up? Got blown yeah, up. <laughs> like, there's, blowed like, a ton of, yeah, a ton of dead people. <laughs> Whoa, this blowed up. Here's my SoundCloud. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait till home blows up so I can act like I don't know nobody. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like they're already training again. Like there's like people running up and down the stairs and we're like, gotta keep fit for this ball season. Hell yeah. Yeah, they're just like in the like stowaway, like almost almost looks like a garage or something like that. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh I th I think it's the engine room well, I mean maybe not. I just see those big things in the back. And I was like, Oh, those must be engines, but I guess they aren't necessarily. I also like one of them because like we just saw that, like, Yevon and the Guado literally killed, like, hundreds of Albed, and, like, now their home is destroyed. And I, like, one of the <laughs> one of the Blitzball players is just like, those Guado, they'll feel my wrath in the sphere. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm gonna score so many points on them. I'm gonna kick your butt <laughs> at, at Nintendo. Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I have um, some dialogue here where, like, the one the one Albed is literally just saying, now is the time to train. Train! <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, like, like, yeah, never let a tragedy a... go to waste. You gotta use that to fuel your, your training. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I mean, it's very similar to Kilika where a lot of them are just yeah. like, we need Blitz to cheer people up after a loss of home, you see. Right. Yeah, it was a good good call. The thing with this one is, like, I feel like, I felt like Kilika, at least we like the next morning went out and people were like, oh, I'm going to have to train or whatever. Like this just happened five minutes ago, though. Like we're still speeding away from the explosion. And they're like, ah, the easy come, easy go. <laughs> they were yeah. probably already training on the ship, like getting ready. Like like we said, just getting ready to go to like the next <laughs> they, game. <laughs> they, just, they don't even know yet. <laughs> they were just like in the ship training and like. <laughs> they're like, we can't wait no to bring idea. that big trophy back to home. <laughs> There's uh that that female blitzball player that was like running up and down the stairs. Yeah. Uh, uh you can try to recruit her. I think I, I don't think you can. I think she's already under contract or whatever. But you get her name and it's uh Lacom, and I translated. I was like, I wonder how that sounds in English. And it's like it's Kegel. <laughs> <laughs> it's with a C, but it's it's C E G G E L. And I was like, huh. Okay. <laughs> I, but, but all blitz ballers train a little bit differently. <laughs> uh, um, it's, it's worth noting that also, like, for a ship that was recovered from the bottom of the sea and supposedly is just like a piece of junk, it is cleaned up very nicely. Yeah, very yeah. much so. It, very everything's crisp. every light bulb works. Everything is very colorful and well painted. Decaled on the outside. Yeah, but there's I mean, no it, furniture still. Did but. You, did you notice that the like the bottom of the ship has like a fucking cape on it? Yeah, it has like lots of rags and like just tassels on it. Still, there's a lot. Of, it, it could be just stuff that they were still working on, like in, because they were like, oh, like tarps that ripped up when they like took off. No time to put the neon in. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. On the outside, at least, because there's yeah. there's hella neon in here. Yeah, yeah. The inside is extremely neon. It's kick-ass. Glowy. So uh, uh, if you walk up the hallway or counterclockwise instead of clockwise, uh, the next hallway has Rin in it. So he's oh, yeah. here as well. And I, I really like Titus and Rin's back and forth here. Well, well, it appears you too have escaped harm. You were on the ship too? I came to home to pick up some goods and found myself here. Quite the escape. Thankfully, my goods were spared. Let me know if you need any of my wares. 
and then it's almost a rhyme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel but like most you, of his dialogue is. After you uh, buy or don't buy anything, he uh, he mentions he says, "How's your progress with our language?" By the way, like he did when we were at um, Thunderplanes, I think the Thunderplanes. Yeah, so he's like once again checking up on us and seeing how we're doing, and. Titus said, Titus says the line. He says, Hello do sadwi, right? So like, yeah, nice it's like to not meet too you. shabby. Check this out. Hello yeah, do yeah, sadwi. Yeah. And he says like the nice to meet you line that we learned a long time ago. And I like that Ren says, just repeating what I've said is not talking. Because <laughs> 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 like he has said that to us in the past. And he's like, just repeating a thing I said. That's not the same as learning a language. <laughs> but your pronunciation is quite passable. You've been studying, I see. Yeah, <laughs> but I like that he just gives us a little shit for it. I wonder if this is different depending on how, like if you didn't collect any of the primers or anything. I mean, I guess it, Titus could still technically say the thing that, you know, because it, it's something that like Rin kind of taught him. Already. Yeah, immersion. Immersion. But it can also depend on whether um, our last conversation, because if like there was different answers depending like, are you learning a language or not? And he's oh, like, yeah. oh, and he can be like, he's like, oh yeah, that's fine. Like. I can see why some people might not want to bother learning our language. I forgot what you said, but I'm wondering if you selected that, if he wouldn't even bring that up again, because like, oh yeah, he's not interested. In oh yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I should also say that like, uh, the way that the ship is laid out, it's like you were saying, there is like a, like a spiral hallway. And as you go down the hallway, there are this like, it feels like the enterprise where it's like a very circular, but I'm sure like there's the middle of the ship is kind of where all like the guts are, but probably all the cabins and stuff are on the outside. Yeah. On that ring. Right. So mm -hmm. like the next hallway up from Rin is another hallway, but it has like offshoot rooms where there would be like mm -hmm. cabins and storage areas and stuff. So I went down one of those or the next one and uh, Donna's in there. And I do like that Donna has like the opposite of, Isaru's kind of uh, outlook on things. Outlook, right? And I, I do yeah, enjoy that. At least they're a little different. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's looking pretty upset. Well, she's on her own, also. Oh, she is on her own still. You're right. So you have, when you have the oh. brothers together, you all got to like kind of lift each other up in that regard. I think just because they've grown up together, they probably yeah, keep each other motivated. But Donna is like she's kind of. I mean, she has her weird himbo boyfriend, but he's been gone for yeah. a while. She's running around in the woods still. <laughs> chasing butterflies he, uh, <laughs> chasing he's, butterflies he's, he's like if I can get all the blue butterflies I'll find Donna he made it to the Bicanel desert and um, was able to piece together enough Albed to read some of the signs and he found one that just says how do you keep an idiot busy for hours <laughs> look um, on the back of the answer sign answer on the back of the <laughs> sign and then he went to the back and it says how do you keep an idiot busy for hours and he's just been stuck there <laughs> uh. But yeah, when you talk to her, she says uh, she's like sitting in a weird way and just kind of like slumped over and like looking she's still like in her defeated. Weird, weird kinky outfit, which is yeah, just yeah. like fishnets and like that, <laughs> that hot dog thing going on. She's laced from the top <laughs> up, all the which, way up. <laughs> which was the style at the time. Um, but she says, look, I'm really tired. Leave me. If it's not an emergency, would you mind leaving? And then Titus kind of like shrugs and like, you yeah. know, hangs his head a little bit because he actually did want to, you know, talk to her. Um, and then when you try to walk away from her, she says, wait, there's something I want to ask you. What would you think if I said I, I was giving up my pilgrimage? And then uh, you get two options. And one is, sure, sounds good to me. And the other one is, who cares? <laughs> and I like that, like, 
those two options are not like opposite each other. It's not yeah. like, hey, that's good or hey, that's bad. It's like, hey, that's good or like, fuck you. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, that's a weird <laughs> set of options. <laughs> but I said, I said, sure, sounds good to me. Yeah, that's also like, what I said. I'm um, all about that life. Unusual. Most people would never forgive a summoner who quit. Why is that? Behind my back, they would say I was abandoning my duty. And then Titus says, so who cares? That was the other option. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, so, it, well, and, the first who cares is more like who cares what you do than yeah, versus right. who cares what other people say. Yeah, because yeah. he goes on to explain it, right? Yeah, he says, why not do your own thing and let them say what they want? And she says, easy for you to say. But you do have a point. Maybe Bartello and I should go someplace far away, which is kind of cute. Yeah. Oh, Bartello. <laughs> oh, Bartello. I do have the dialogue here for if you do say who cares. Yeah, uh, which is what I actually picked. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Do you want to take it away then? Yeah, I, so I said who cares, and Donna says... Show some sympathy. And Taya says, oh, like all the sympathy you showed me the first time we met. Ooh, got her. Burned. <laughs> yeah, and Donna's like, you're right. Quitting now would be sort of anticlimactic, no? Tell Yuna something, would you? Tell her she still has a rival. Me. Tell her she'd better do her best or be bested. You'll tell her, won't you? Ooh. Tell her, smell you later, and that my Gramps likes me better than her, <laughs> and I have the Squirtle, and you have the Charizard, or the Charmander. <laughs> well, when I heard you were champion, I came. <laughs> I do like the kind of, like, she still is kind of a piece of shit, but at the same time is like, like, no matter what, you better, like, fucking pick up the right. sign regardless because like everyone's counting all the summoners so like yeah. it's just like it's almost I, like she's being a rival just to get everyone else like like kind of yeah, motivated right. like she's I like do. I need to be a villain because everyone needs like something tangible and emotional to work towards again so just like right. <laughs> I do like Donna as a character though like for that yeah. reason I think yeah it's cool that she sticks to her guns with it wait like she is kind of like a, she's a jerk and a piece of shit I don't know that I would like like to hang, hang out with her, her or anything yeah. yeah but like in a story that you're telling right like it's a really interesting character to have in a story i think that she's well written for that reason yeah yeah, yeah. i like that she's like okay she still like, has dimension even though she's kind of an asshole exactly yeah, right exactly. she still has a conscience like you know like yeah, yeah. i mean it's kind of me the pop polar opposite of isaru and stuff where like this is just how she copes with her like existential realization yeah. that she's yeah. on a suicide march. Yeah, it's a defense mechanism, potentially. Yeah. It's kind of an interesting dynamic, too, where she's like, oh, you know, tell Yuna that I'm still her rival. Because, presumably, if Donna is Yuna's rival, she is trying to get, you know, to the end of the pilgrimage first and do the final summoning and defeat Sin, which would mean that she yeah. would be the one to die and presumably all the other summoners would live right yeah you know? i guess there's like the the honor in it i suppose is like the big thing you know and like yeah. she, she's told us before when she's met us she like thinks that we have it very easy right she's like oh you have like these legendary guardians and your dad was the <laughs> you know high summoner like this is like the scene in like um infinity wars where like scarjo and uh, renner are just like trying to throw each other off the cliff they're just like fighting each other because like both of them are trying to sacrifice themselves uh, oh. <laughs> oh that's pretty funny <laughs> it's like ah fuck you know i'm gonna do it <laughs> the glory's mine <laughs> 
that's kind of like what like do her best or be bested kind of thing like yeah, yeah. screw you and then just fucking beats it <laughs> yeah <laughs> i really like when donna says tell yuna something tell her i am going to become the joker <laughs> <laughs> And then when you when you leave, if you talk to her again, she says, uh, thanks for the company. I feel so much better now, which is nice. I appreciate that. Yeah. 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 Um, there's a bunch of owl bed in the back room. If we go down to the end of that cabin, um, I didn't take any screenshots of anything they said because I was like, none of it's really important. They're just like, I'm sad that homes exploded. I must tell the other players and Luca what has happened. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's all about that blitz. No time this for tears life. and shouting. All we must do is rebuild our home. <laughs> so that we can have a place to blitz. Chased by a fiend, we are all very tired and very scared. <laughs> so yeah, it's just... At least the kid is like, I hit my head when the ship shook. Now I have a lump. Yeah. <laughs> the cute. best dialogue out of anybody yeah. in there. So you know where the stakes are at. I'm on that uh, that Arinlu, uh site that we're using the uh, for the script. And I do like the way that the, the Albed are like credited in this where it's Mr. Gas Mask, <laughs> woman in bikini, seated man, blonde, blue overalls, man doing stretches, uh, woman in striped skirt, woman on left in leggings, and child. <laughs> Which like child could actually be his name if brother is any indicator. Yeah. His brother's little brother's name's child. <laughs> I like a man doing stretches. Oh, there's another one here too, uh, like in a, in a different section of the airship. That's uh, Albed on left hand side, Kayaku clone, which is Kayaku just like, hey, clone. he's back. They cloned him. It's fine. <laughs> he's in the he's at the top and the bottom, so it's just like, yeah, it's like a walker. He's just wherever you need him. <laughs> you think uh, I'd miss this party? <laughs> Kayaku, you you're alive. Thank God. <laughs> Um, uh, there's really nothing else like there's a an adult and a kid standing in the hallway if we go back to the the main hallway and uh, she says that the kid does not understand that home is exploded very sad yeah, very sad um, but if we run down to the end of the hallway we get to the other like we get to the end of it right and we kind of emerge in a um, what's the bottom part of a zeppelin we've had this conversation it's like a the viewing cabin. area the caboose yeah. the caboose well, from the camera angle, it just looks like uh, you're exiting a subway. It does. It's, it's, it's just a stairwell going straight up towards a the camera. A subway restaurant or? <laughs> no, Septa. How many Michelin stars does Subway have? <laughs> but yeah, it's like a it's a floor on the on the ship that we can like. I think it's see called the observation of. deck. Yeah, that, that makes make sense. sense. Thank you. I was, that's what I was looking for. I was trying to think of what that's called. An observation deck. Indeed. It's quite nice. Um, but somebody mentions uh, the guy on the left side says, yeah, your face, the Kayako clone. Hey, no, yeah, yeah, the Kayako clone. He says, your face. I've seen it before, perhaps in the temple at Baj. And I think that's the first time we've heard the name, the temple at Baj. But that's the temple that we were in at the very, very beginning when Sin gave us the suck. Oh, we were like, you're oh. we like, oh, it's so cold in here and everything. That's the name of that place. So he kicked our ass and kidnapped us, but maybe forgot who we were. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're the guy who's who hung out on our ship for a day before sin attacked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he was there. Yep. That's that's interesting because when I when I saw that, I like 
obviously I didn't recognize the the word Baj, and I was like, hmm, that could be something that's like important later, like with the like alternate like universes or whatever. And then I'm like, oh no, he was literally just there when we were fighting the click or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, the click. That's right. I thought yeah, I was gonna be like my face like etched to like you are the you are the chosen one, the you one told the one. in the prophecy. <laughs> <laughs> the one with like Lily Titus's face. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Well, I didn't mean to give it away. It's him laughing. <laughs> oh no, no, that's completely fine. <laughs> no, that makes sense though. Like I didn't realize that yeah so there's a place when for it that. when it didn't go anywhere i would have totally forgotten it anyway <laughs> well the thing is like eventually we'll be like eventually we'll be able to go back to baj and like mm-hmm. i don't know grab a chaser chest i guess but <laughs> but like um, get some more uh bouquets withered bouquets so we can make yeah withered bouquets yeah <laughs> um Actually, the reason we go back to Baj is to beat that fucking thing up that was chasing us in the water. And Yo, <laughs> hell yeah. But anyway, it's not like... Like, I, I, I don't feel bad about, like, saying, like, that's the name of that temple because, like, it's not a... Yeah. It, you I don't even care. have to go. <laughs> so, anyway. Another Albed says, It's odd to fly on a ship dragged from the ocean floor. And I think that's, like, another like tip of the hat of like hey this is the thing that you were salvaging at the beginning of the game i think yeah, Rico yeah, yeah. will straight up like tell you also later she's like hey you remember the ship was the one we found at the bottom of the ocean oh yeah yeah i think you're she'll right she'll say that too if like it's, it's more optional text so it's easy to miss yeah but. she's like this was our big prize this surely is the final fantasy 10 <laughs> and then she looks at the camera and winks <laughs> so do we want to go back to the bridge yes because there's nothing the else story. to do yep Go back to the brig. Oh. Bring, bring it to the bridge. Bring it to the bridge. Bring him mocking it back. But uh, <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'm gonna see how long I can let the momentum dial. It's just not. <laughs> We're gonna have a silence uh, competition on this week's episode. <laughs> it's gonna be our longest episode, and everyone listening along is just gonna have to sit in somber silence with us. <laughs> Every yeah, people are listening to it, just feeling awkward. <laughs> <laughs> people listening to our podcast feel like they have to start talking <laughs> please call in <laughs> lines are open um but we get back to the bridge and uh Oren and said are kind of like they're kind of arguing yeah they're having an argument they're kind of like just there's some heat going on because they've got different motivations right yeah right right because yeah, yeah like Oren just wants to Kicks Sin's ass and we can't yeah, do that. Yeah, Orin is unit. dead set on the pilgrimage and, and Sid's is... like, no. Yeah. And Sid is <laughs> taking the position of no. Yeah, it's just the meme of like the Chad looking guy and just says, no. <laughs> no, you can't just <laughs> you can't just rescue Yuna and then continue going on the pilgrimage with like Sid's face crying. <laughs> <laughs> that face is already really close to Sid's face, too. It would yeah. be hard to make I it. I think I mixed it up the the way, but <laughs> Aaron's just like, uh. yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we catch them mid-conversation, and uh, Oren is saying, After rescuing Yuna, then what? You want to keep her safe, correct? Would you seek to stop her pilgrimage? And Sis just like, of course. If she continues this fool pilgrimage, she'll die. Sure as if you killed her yourself. No harebrained law or teaching could send my little niece to her death. When I save her, I'll make her give up being a summoner quicker than a desert melts ice. I was like, that's awesome. Also, super props to him using the word harebrained. Yeah. (laughs) Harebrained scheme. I mean, a lot of this feels like things I would 
hear like Joe Biden say also. <laughs> <laughs> Sid is a very no malarkey. I can see the tone of it sounding familiar, but I think the the actual like what's being said it's like Marky. nah jack you gotta keep going and it doesn't matter that you're gonna die at the end of this you just gotta keep going and do it yeah that's very biden yeah i i can understand where sid's coming from though like oh yeah know, no i mean it, it totally makes sense she's family yeah, yeah he, not only like, is she family but it's also like it's according to the teachings of yevin who like the albed clearly like have good reason to be like no fuck that shit like oh, why? especially now at this point they like attempted a full-on genocide yeah, and they're like, why the fuck should we, like, sacrifice my niece? Or, you know, it's his niece, right? Yeah, yeah. Unky Sid is like, yeah. we're not sacrificing my niece for this fucking stupid religion. Like, I'm not going to fucking stand for it. Like, I, I can get behind that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I blew up my niece years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Especially because, like, I mean, it, it's kind of interesting, too, because Oren also does not like Yevon, but he just happens to be on the side of doing the pilgrimage you know what i mean yeah but i, so I like, think it's more so like he knows more than sid like it's yeah, pretty obvious that he knows shit that's why he doesn't put his arm through that sleeve is because he's got something up his sleeve he's <laughs> <laughs> <is> occupied <laughs> <laughs> this sleeve is taken <laughs> I just got a bunch of handkerchiefs, like colorful handkerchiefs that are uh, <laughs> like all tied together. He's like, whoa. He just pull, yeah, he pulls them out. Whoa. <laughs> he goes to shake Titus's hand and there's a buzzer in it. And... <laughs> hey, Titus, smell this t this flower. <laughs> yeah, he's got a mind freak sin. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Aaron's way too cool to be a magician. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, like, Sid straight up threatens Auron, too, about this. Like, after he says, oh, it's better than a dog's death, he says, yeah. I'll take down anyone that don't agree. <laughs> and so he's, like, threatening Auron to, like, beat him up. Yeah, I also like, in that back and forth, he, like, was pretty much, like, if you let her continue the pilgrimage, it's basically, like, you're killing her yourself. Yeah, like yeah. He explicitly said that. He's like, her blood is going to be on your hands, motherfucker. Yeah, and then he, like, threatens people like that. He's like, I'll fucking kill you if you, like, try to do this. Yeah. And, like, I like that Orin just says, you're the captain. <laughs> and, yeah, and, and so it's, it's like, like, good, then, then it's, it's settled. settled. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a cool back and forth. And then, oh, my gosh, and then I immediately, you see, he's a walk around now, and I immediately talk to Waka, and I just love this thing that Waka says. <laughs> right. He goes, he called Yuna his uh, niece, right? I mean, so that makes her our bed, right? Don't say it. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, he's like, oh no. I've been racist goes, against all of my close friends. <laughs> I know, and he just eventually is like, ah, Yuna's Yuna, right? <laughs> and I was like, ah, ah Waka. Hell yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I think he's kind of starting to come more to terms with like getting over his racism. Hey, yeah, he's not necessarily coming around, but he's coming to terms with it. Yeah, he's yeah. realizing that he's not gonna win. Yeah. He's outnumbered, man. Like, especially now, like now that he's like walked through home while there's like a war on them. <laughs> yeah. Riku says, can't uni end her pilgrimage? In uh, Albed for some reason. Yeah. In Albed. Uh, Lulu says, no matter what happens, Yuna won't give up the pilgrimage. Um, and if you talk to Oren out in the hallway, he just says, let him say what he wants. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, ooh, Oren. <laughs> Oren's like, I could kick that guy's ass anytime I wanted. I just don't want to. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, I don't. I don't want to see Uncle Oren and Uncle Sid fight. <laughs> yeah, Uncle Sid is I a very so intimidating-looking man. I know. I know. He's like, he's very stout. <laughs> Who's the actor who plays Red Foreman? 
from that semi show or the, oh, bad, the bad guy, guy from uh, uh, RoboCop? The bad guy from, from RoboCop. RoboCop. Yeah, he looks like him. He kind of does. That'd be good. You remember how we were casting? We were Yo, doing a movie. We yeah. were doing casting for FF10. There you go. There's Sid. You know what's going to happen, Aaron? If you bring Yuna back on her pilgrimage, my foot is going to go up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Dumbass. We go we go in to fight Seymour and like <laughs> we go in to fight Seymour and like all the Guado are protecting him and we're just like bitches leave. <laughs> uh all right, anyway, um but yeah, if you talk to brother who's flying the ship. Which Carl had a hard time figuring oh out. Oh my last god. Time. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when's this it, when's this ship gonna get there? It's like good god, is this another event where you just fucking wait? Yeah, right. <laughs> He says, uh, Father, we found Yuna. And uh, Sid's like, oh, where? And Brother goes, I'll show you. And they kind of like put it on screen. So it's like Star Trek, I guess, where they're like, on screen. And they're like, show this it. This is the Oscilla Finder, right? Yeah, yeah. I think, okay, <laughs> oh, yeah. So does Brother have control of the Oscilla Finder? That seems like know, an odd could, thing for him to be able to do from there. They don't know how it works. So I'm guessing but Sid turned it on and was just looking at it. And then didn't realize that Brother could actually is the one who's supposed to be like operating it. Oh, maybe. Like, oh, oops. I don't know. <laughs> they're really, they're really bumbling around up there. But, uh, but yeah, then we get a, we get to see. Any games on this? <laughs> <laughs> Sid had it on HDMI two, and brother's like, here's your problem. You have to have it on HDMI one. <laughs> Dad, I showed you how to use the remote like seven times. <laughs> Stop FaceTiming me to tell you how to use the Alcilla fire. Whatever the fuck <laughs> the thing's called. <laughs> Yeah, the sphere of Silifinder. God, it's it's, <laughs> it's still so stupid. It's more like, yeah, whoever like finally assembled it, like, okay, what should we name this thing? Okay, on the count of three, and everyone just says something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and the person who says sphere of Silifinder, it's so many words that like everybody has finished what they think they want to call it, and that's all that they can hear. He's Ooh, that sounds off. like a lot of machina. <laughs> I'm still convinced that Sid just doesn't know the actual name of it and it just, just it said it wrong like the Nintendo <laughs> yeah I mean, I'm curious because like this is a thousand years old they kind of have to like rename everything kind of figure everything out which again like kind of questions how long it's been since we met Riku in episode two of this run yeah yeah I don't know because we have all those moments of like blackouts and stuff could have been a month yeah probably but anyway Oh, so um, speaking of music, the whole time we've been walking around on the ship, there's like this really cool, nice, like waltzy orchestral thing going on. I forget what it's called. I think I think it's called Into Into Xanarkand. Into the Flood Girl. <laughs> it's called Beyond the Darkness. Uh-huh. It's a really nice, like, kind of classical. It's a very, again. like. Yeah. <laughs> I lost my is that Allison Chains? Who is that? I, I think so. Is that, or is that Chris Cornell? <laughs> Either or. I got all my grunge is confused. Or <laughs> Either or. <laughs> I was thinking. I was thinking uh, that it was Garbage Pearl Jam, me. but it is absolutely Allison Chains, or as I call her, Miss Chains, Allison. <laughs> Allison Chains. Yeah. Allison Chains. God, that's a good. Uh, song. Well, what is that? That's a really anyway. good fucking song. <laughs> it is a good Allison song. It's a good band. Good. Yeah, it's a good band. Here's okay. Well, the craziest thing is, is that their original singer died and like he had such an individual voice that I was like, oh, man, that's that's it for Allison Chains because like only he sounds like him. And then they got another guy a couple years later 
who sounds exactly like him. And I was just like, oh my God, <laughs> it's so weird. And then they put out an album and it sounds like their old stuff. And I was just like, that's the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> yeah. And they, they all went to the far plane and saw the original singer and they were like, hey, we got a new guy. He kind of looks a little bit like you. <laughs> <laughs> And then Alice in Chains, all of their swords got, like, buffs. It had, like, plus ten strength or whatever. No, all their chains got buffs. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we get to see on the Sphere of Finder <clears throat> that uh, fucking Seymour's alive. We get a glimpse of him, but yeah, we first just see a shot of Yuna with a nice little haircut. Oh, yeah. yeah she's she's... In, a, in a very cute dress. Yeah. It's got a flowery looking kind of short dress. Yeah. It's like it's like half dress, half skirt. Yeah. But Seymour's yeah. got this fucking goofy looking robe and like an a stilly little like dome of a, a weird little pointy hat. Like he's like a wizard. Yeah, a white <laughs> pointy hat. Little mm, yeah. little suffix <laughs> Seymour. Like a thimble. <laughs> Can't really wear it. <laughs> like a thimble. I feel like describing anything as a thimble just completely like takes any power out of it. <laughs> MF looks like a thimble. It's, kind of it's weird that it. Seymour. It's it's weird that Seymour, while wearing this hat, says the South will rise again. I'm not really sure. No, what the no. significance of that is. But... <laughs> Fuck this guy. Mercedes in the South. Anyway, um, yeah. So he's back. He he's not only back, but he's back at it again, doing what he does best: trying to get married or trying to get Yuna to marry him. I almost said trying to get married to Yuna him. <laughs> oh, this MF. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> it's like last week when I said fucking Rika and Waku. <laughs> Still funny. It's <Waku! laughs> trying to get married to Yuna him. What was that Klonoa song? Waku, Waku Stomp? Oh, yeah, the Waku Stomp. Yeah. Waku. It's a banger. Anyway, they don't like say anything. There's nothing that happens in this scene. We're just viewing it from afar, right? Just yeah. waiting around. Just waiting There's... around. Why don't they just do it? Yeah, they're <laughs> they in... can get hitched already. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're at like the top of like Yeah, they are they're like at the top of like a a temple or something. Like they're like above the clouds. Yeah. I right. didn't realize it was like well, I mean we'll find out later that this is a top of a building, but it looks like it's just like a floating like structure. They got their own airship. Yeah, it's it's really wild. It, it's like very nice though. I kinda like it, like to be honest. It's got it, water falling off of it. Yeah, it looks beautiful. It kind of reminds me a little bit of Zora's Domain in uh, Breath of the Wild a little bit. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Too. If it didn't have a bunch of armed guards, yeah. it would look very lovely. They're, yeah, the armed guards are a little strange, but they're, but they're like the only people there besides uh, Maester Micah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that's true. And uh, groom, 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 bride, and Maester Micah, and that's it. That's all, and the, all the guards. <laughs> it's weird. Tale as old as time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, the traditional Spira wedding. It shows Titus back on the uh, on the airship, and he says, "Where was that?" And Lulu says, "The palace of Saint Bevel, heart of Yevon." Yeah, t- and uh, Titus just goes, "Gramps, let's move." And then Sid's like, "Easy, <laughs> yeah. kiddo." Bevel's defenses are top notch. And then uh, Titus like slaps back at him. He just goes, "What's the matter, Gramps? You scared? <laughs> you, you chicken? Are you yellow?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're gonna cry. Like a little a little bit of jacked is coming through from, from Titus there. <laughs> a little bit of Biff Tannen from back in the future back in the future. <laughs> Make like a tree and get the hell out of here. Uh, but he says Yuna's there, so we go and get her. And that's all. 
This is cute little like over the shoulder like kind of look uh, shot. Of yeah, Titus saying that like it just kind of he has like a little cheeky smile, like a little wink or whatever. He's like, and that's all. Yeah, and if it wasn't if it wasn't Titus, it would be cool, but it's Titus, so yeah. it's kind of not cool. <laughs> Like you're an idiot. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and Sid says, uh, "You got guts." And then in our bed, set course to Bavel, full speed ahead. And brother screams, "Roger!" Look. I love this uh, sequence because um, after brother like accelerates the ship, uh, yeah, Titus get, like, gets knocked. Titus gets knocked back in his ass, but then he immediately gets right back on his knees. Like I totally meant to do that. I know, no, it's great. <laughs> yeah, because like we see like the camera like zoom through the bridge as though to show us that like oh brother has fucking kicked this thing into overdrive and we're going really fast now. And yeah, Titus just be like goes backward, like he goes head over heels like a couple times. But yeah, as soon as he like is done rolling around, he just like pops up and like tries to play it off like nothing happened <laughs> yeah and as that's all happening um sid says it'll take a while to get to Pavel. meanwhile and then titus jumps up and he's like we prepare for battle like he didn't just eat shit <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah like he didn't <laughs> eat shit <laughs> it, it reminded me of like have you guys ever like i used to do this all the time when i was like in school and i was taking either like a bus or a trolley to get to school where i would stand and right before it starts i'm like I'm gonna try and not hold on to anything if I'm standing up. Dude, for I it. still would do that on Septa, like in on trolleys and stuff. <laughs> like last yeah. year, I would be like, I'm gonna try to do this. Yeah, and I always like, I, I, I could never really do it in a cool way. Like, I, no, I it's, yeah, you have to bit, like brace yourself so much. I'd, yeah, I try and be cool. I don't think I, I've never fallen completely though. But the only, the only uh, cool way to do that is just to stand perfectly straight up and down and just go ahead and fall forward. Just like when when the when the trolley comes to a stop, just allow yourself to be flung forward toward the front of the trolley. Just like see how far you can go, or to just jump immediately when it starts, so that like you land in a different spot than where you jumped straight up. But but I don't know about you guys, but I think I may need some time to prepare. Yeah, that sounds yeah. fine. That's I'm probably good a good that. idea. Yeah. So let's uh, take a break. And I'm about to. Into the flood again. <laughs> so we're back on the Fahrenheit. We're prepped, um, and we can still go around talking to people, though. Yeah, we're we're ready for whatever is coming. <laughs> we're fully fully prepared. Yeah, yeah, I like what Lulu says here, where she like tells us like, "Hey, we're going into Bavel." And there's a lot of underwater at Bavel, so maybe you, Waka, and Riku should study some magic. And I was like, I don't know if the game has ever literally told us, like, hey, this is getting ready to happen. Make sure you do these things. Yeah. Like, oh. Make sure you pack a sweater. Make sure you have, we're, <laughs> we're going to the snowy Arctic. Make sure you get a sweater and a bunch of equipment with null frost. Also, even though we've crashed a wedding already in this game... Waka still does not know what a wedding is because if we talk to him, he's like, why were they wearing those fancy clothes? <laughs> and like Lulu literally says, it's called a wedding dress. What? And then if you talk to him again, he says, what's going on? <laughs> what kind of event would people be at where they wear wedding clothes? It's funnier even because like Lulu was planning on like marrying uh, Chapu. Chapu. Yeah. And like, so it's just like, my wedding remember like dude we were like playing. yeah, yeah. <laughs> what waka would have been best man and he totally wouldn't have worn a tux he would still just be wearing his like b-ball shorts <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like initially i kind of took it as just um waka like 
thinking that that's too obvious, but he's like more so just shocked by the fact that uh, like Seymour is one alive and two like getting ready to proceed with the the marriage anyway right. after the events of like what uh, what went down. But I yeah, think yeah, you're right. right. I think the way this actually reads is just he's a dipshit who doesn't know what a wedding is. <laughs> so I think it was more like he didn't realize it was a wedding until he said it was like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it, it could be uh, like he it, just wasn't thinking of it as a wedding. Like, I mean, if I saw this out of context, yeah. I would not have realized it was a wedding. Like, oh, yeah, like everyone's here. Me, oh, my, my yeah. fiance, his boss, and uh, you know, <laughs> his boss. <laughs> the armed guards, you know, that's what weddings are. <laughs> um. Although, if you talk to Lulu again, I think she does say something very interesting, where she says, Seymour is one of the dead now. Odd. Yeah. Why does Maester Micah allow the unsent to walk free? And, like, yeah. indeed, that is a good question. Quite a good question. Like, when will the president speak out about the dead which just walking around on the street acting like people? <laughs> we definitely need to make shirts of either either or Jiskel and Seymour that say hell was full so I came back or like far plane was full so I came back yeah <laughs> um, forgot to hit send yeah forgot to hit send forgot to hit send yeah when when Riku uh, Riku says uh, when there is no more room left in hell the dead will walk the earth <laughs> uh, if you talk to Riku actually like a little scene begins like a miniature little scene there's a few of them yeah actually yeah, and she says, what is Seymour doing alive? Didn't we take care of him in <laughs> I'd love that line so much. Like, <laughs> what is that motherfucker doing alive? <laughs> I thought I killed his ass. Yeah, well, he did. Uh, this guy's got no business being alive. This guy's got yeah. a lot of nerve being alive. <laughs> Oren says, he is dead, as dead as Jiskel was. His attachment to this world kept him from the next. I'm like... I will say, like, I do. Yeah, I got that exact picture too. There's a really good face yeah, of cat paw. Yeah, she goes, she goes, whoa, scary, and like, it's so the cute. Air. <laughs> but I will say though, I'm all about a good dead will walk the earth story. Like that shit is fucking metal as fuck. But it uh, it does almost seem too fucking easy in the world of Spira, because it's like, oh, he had unfinished business, and it's like. Oh, what negative consequences is there for coming back as a ghost? And they're like, nothing. It's literally the same as being alive. Not that you like, can still marry Yuna, you know? You can still marry Yuna. You're still physically tangible. You can give her a sphere that says that you were killed by the guy she's going to marry, you know? Yeah, you can interact with objects. You can fucking talk to people. You presumably, like, eat food and go to fucking Blitzball games. You just don't die. And, I'm like, when you put it that way... Who the fuck would want to be sent? <laughs> you just like decide yeah, like, not to fuck? be dead. Put me back. Yeah. Put me back. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like anything that happens to you, you should be like, oh, I really want to see the season finale of House, so I'm not ready to go yet. <laughs> and like, you just, you just don't. You just stick around. My weird read on it is that the Seymour, because he's a summoner and has the power to send, is that he like, oh yeah, I didn't. I, I said no thanks to the fiend thing, so I'm back as me. <laughs> like that's kind of okay. what I saw because if you're just like not yeah, a summoner yeah. or like aren't someone who's in tune with like with magic or whatever that you you like yeah you turn to a fiend because you're like become corrupt yeah I think you're a hundred percent right but that also makes me think that like if there is just a known way to not be able to die like dude everybody should be into that like yeah <laughs> like everybody in the entire world like if you the just do can, can kill a summoner 
Yeah, yeah. Like just, just like, well, I'll just not die. Just don't want to go to the far plane. Yeah, yeah I'll come back. It's fine. <laughs> be like, I got finished business. I have to yeah. go to this fucking lake or whatever with Titus. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Can't I send go, me. I have to go do all this dumb shit with Titus afterwards. My attachment yeah. to the world kept me alive. Yeah, I don't really want to do it, but I promised him. So you know, I don't want to welsh yeah. on it. <laughs> right. It just seems like there's not a lot of downside. Is the thing. <laughs> no, like, I agree. If you yeah. could. Yeah, if you can just be now an unkillable but living, essentially, person, they should just teach that in Spira schools. Like, that should just be, like, elementary school is, like, yeah, you we just, just teach you how to fucking cheat death. You just death. learn how to do it. Yeah. I learned all the state capitals, and I know how to cheat death. It's fine. <laughs> just, you just have to opt out. Yeah, the the one state capital, Bevel. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the, uh, the short animaniac? Wacko? Wacko, yes. I think. Yeah, when he does the uh, the capitals of the United States song or whatever. <laughs> well, yeah, Yako is the big one who says the yeah. Y- Yaku does the countries, yeah, and then Wacko, Wacko, okay. Wacko. Good Waka. lord, I can't. <laughs> yeah, Wacko. Wacko does the capitals song or whatever. <laughs> yeah, he would just like do the capitals of Spira. He's like, well, there's Bavel. <laughs> like the song's over. <laughs> Yako Warner does the countries of the world. There's Spira. <laughs> Spira and Beaconel. Beaconel. It's like the, like the Spira two. and Beaconel. Yeah. Spira and Beaconel. Spira Beaconel and Spira. Spira and Beaconel too. Yeah, Beaconel too. They're gonna have to have a Beaconel too now that home's all fucked up. <laughs> you can go back. That's fine. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. <clears throat> so yeah, he is dead. As dead as Jiskel was. Yeah. Yuna must be trying to send him. So, like, he suspects that's why she's, Pretty like... baller move. That is kind of a baller move. Where she's like, no, yeah, it's fine. I'll marry you. No big deal. Like, that's... Yes, I'm absolutely that's, not that's terrified ballsy. that you're still alive. <laughs> that you're back from the dead. <laughs> yeah, right. Let's have this totally legitimate <laughs> wedding where I have no ulterior motive. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, Riku says, I wonder if that will work. And Oren says, perhaps he won't expect it. And uh, if you talk to Riku again, she says... Yeah! And nobody's gonna stop us. Oren kind of like waxes about it a little bit. He's like, Bavel, it's been ten years. Sid says, wetting my britches. Which is <laughs> good fucking dialogue right there. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Those Yevin rockheads, I'll give them something to remember. Is <laughs> <laughs> that good shit? Yeah, Sid's, Sid's got some good insults. I, yeah, I like it. <laughs> Hairbrained, rockheads. Yeah. <laughs> Yeehaw. <laughs> Bridges leave. So if you try to leave the bridge, the uh, alarm will go off, right? Yep. And Ren runs in. We're being attacked from within. Some of the guado that attacked home must have snuck on board. Bastards. And Sid's like, well, you're awfully calm about it. And I like that Ren just says, I'm calm about most things. <laughs> <laughs> Love Ren. I want to know what he's not calm about. Ooh. Titus is like sock puppets. Where? Where? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then I like that Sid says, fiends, there's nothing to do but, and then like Riku pops up in front of the camera and like is mimicking his voice and goes, but destroy the ship and all go down together. That's so good. <laughs> and his like face, I know his face changes. Huh? He's like, Ugh. yeah. And she says, you got to learn a little restraint, pops. If you crash the <laughs> ship, we can't go rescue Uni. Leave the fiends to us professionals. And then like. She and Titus do exactly the same pose at the same time and Hell say, yeah. yeah, let's go. <laughs> and like, I just I, that scene is so fucking good. We're like, it's, it's just like, we're going to blow shit up. We're going to blow up the ship. 
or he's like thinking about it or whatever. Yeah, I think we talked about this a little bit last week, right? Where we were like, yeah, his solution to everything yeah, yeah. is just fucking blow it all up to hell. Which like begs <laughs> yeah. the question: Was there a better solution for like how to deal with the home situation? <laughs> for home. Yeah, yeah, like, right. did you really have to just destroy it all? Like, maybe you could have just gone to fucking uh, Bavel, taking care of shit that needs to get taken care of there, continued running away. And, and come like, back. Yeah, who yeah, knows? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, the primer's lost. It's one thing to do. Fucking blow it all up. <laughs> um, Rin says, uh, Riku, you've made some very good friends, I think. Good luck. And I was like, fuck yeah, Rin's on my side, boy. But yeah, and then we're ready to like run around and go fight some Guado and stuff. Sid says, uh, I relax. This ship's still got some fight left in her. Let them take their best shot. I love that. It's funny that they're just like holding on to like their asses. Like, it still looks fine to me, but like he's claiming that this thing is like barely holding on. Yeah, and if you talk to brother, there's kind of more reinforcement to that where he says, uh, leave me be, I'm concentrating. And if you talk to him again, he says, keep flying, yeah. keep flying. He's like pleading with it. <laughs> uh, what was the name of the uh, the Albed psych who was running up and down the hallway? Lacom, I think. Lacom. Lacom is still running. Not Kegel. Yeah, not Kegel. Lacom is still fucking practicing, like still running up and down the hallway, but says, there's fiends in all the places. <laughs> and like In all the places. Yeah, they're acutely aware that the ship is under attack, but that doesn't matter. It's always Blitz. <laughs> blitz is life. She says, have care. There are fiends in all places. Like, like, yeah. watch, like watch your step. There's fiends everywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> blitz waits for no one. Uh, one of the, one of the Albed says something really cool. They say, I will not die in this place. I fear no fiend. Come and I will fight. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Rin is there. You can buy stuff from him. Um, if you talk to Isaru, Saru's like, yo, I got this room. You keep going on. Which um, I don't think is actually true because... You can still get into encounters. Yeah. 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 Like, good job, yeah. asshole. <laughs> it's like, did you guys uh, ever see Happy Gilmore? Yes, but it's been a little while. It's like when he's first up and he's at his like first golf tournament or whatever, and like there's his caddy who he immediately thinks is stealing his clubs, and he like beats the tries to beat the shit out of him. But then he's just like, he's like, no, I don't need you to carry my stuff. Like that's weird and stuff. And he's like, well, what am I supposed to do? He's like, how about you just make sure like I don't make an ass out of myself. And he's like, uh, he's like, okay, sure, sure. And then Happy Gilmore standing in front of the guy who's about to tee off, and he's just like, Mr. Gilmore, like he's about to tee off, and he's like, oh, okay, good luck, buddy. And he's like, uh, get out of the way, and like. Everyone's laughing at him. And he just walks over to his caddy and he goes, where were you on that one, asshole? <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you just get attacked by Guado in this compartment like, sorry, where the hell were you on that one, asshole? <laughs> you one job, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you go into the side compartment now, we can bump into Donna again. Yeah, yeah. Which is funny because we were, I think we were talking about this in a previous episode where like, uh, we're, but she says, It's too cramped to call Aeons here. I'll leave this fight to you. Show us your stuff. On the observation deck, there is a Albed who says, it is a battle most dangerous. Take this with you and gives you four Albed potions. Thanks, so buddy. that was nice. Hell yeah. Nice. Um, but when we get to the observation deck, also something very important happens here. Wait, before we get there. Um, oh, goddamn. Sorry. 
But when you talk to one of the um, Albed who are there, uh, like right past Donna, who was like, oh, mm-hmm. like, I'll let you take care of this because it's too cramped to, to summon Aeons. They say the cor- the corridor is protected by Summoner. So this room should be safe. It's like she's not doing <laughs> jack shit. I hate to break it to you. That's amazing. <laughs> but yeah, back on the observation deck, there is like Mr. Gasmask does say, do the Yevon worms think to kill us all? Which I like, yeah, right. yeah, those are Yevon worms. Yeah. Speaking of worms. Yeah, speaking of worms. Um, a different variety. As we walk by the windows of the observation deck, there's just a giant, nasty fucking worm dragon thing flying beside the ship, right? And yeah. it's enormous. <laughs> it's it's quite large. And I like the, like, Oren's response to it. Is he just kind of, like, as an aside, is like, huh, there's a rare sight. <laughs> yeah, it's like, really cool. It just, that's kind of the same energy of that, like, uh, God, I forget that Invader Zim episode, but there's, like, a cloaked ship above Zim's house, and it's just a fucking it was whale. It's a whale, yeah. It's like, oh, look at that. More <laughs> 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 whales. <laughs> but yeah, Lulu explains that it's the guardian worm, Evre? Evre? I've been saying Evra, but. Ev- Evra. Evra, I it think, feels yeah. good to say Evra, but like, I think it sure Evra is. Evra Kadebra. Evra Effin FF, wow. <gasps> we did it. To, we made yeah, it. Episode title. <laughs> <laughs> Um, she says it's the great sacred beast protector of Bravel. Bravel. <laughs> this, this Dude, what is Bravel. wrong with me? <laughs> Dude, it's been a long fucking year. I mean, it's a new year, and uh, I you have no ex- <laughs> and it's you have already no been a long now. fucking year. Uh, it's the sins toxins. It's still. <laughs> <laughs> but I love Aaron. What Aaron says after this, he says the red carpet has teeth. Oh, I was like, so cool. Oh, that's cool. And a real like kind of. Real poetic. These next few lines is always real funny. To me, where he's yeah. like, there's sometimes where he's like just very literal and like to the point, but now he's like being very like flowery with his like expressions. Yeah, yeah. You love to see it. But uh, yeah. And Titus he says, "Wait, that means we're close to Bavel because of the worms here." And then Sid comes over the intercom and says, "Riku, you read me? We're gonna fight that thing. Get on deck and show him what you got. Go." I love it. <laughs> and Riku like looks up and goes, "There he goes again, just killing sacred beasts like he always does." <laughs> And yeah, yeah, Oren says, the ferryman asks a high price. It's probably the last um, of its kind, buddy. Yeah, it has it coming. So toward the back of this room is like a elevator hatch, I guess. It looks like a freight elevator. It, it kind of looks like in uh, Junon, the the thing that like has the, the switch that looks like a treasure chest that like carries you up. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, that's right. how you know things are getting serious is when we get the diagonal elevator. Yeah, yeah right, yeah. <laughs> and, uh... In Sonic Adventure 2. In, Half-Life. Uh, Half-Life. Uh, yeah. You know. Everything, yeah. Dude, every time I play a game with a diagonal elevator, I'm like, things are going to fucking fall down from up top on me. Actually, there's a great quest. Uh, actually, the the last quest in the main story of Final Fantasy fourteen. Nice. Diagonal elevator. elevator. Yeah. I think uh, Perfect Dark had one, uh, unless I'm mistaken. I might be wrong about that. Now, I mean... To be fair, this does not manifest like any of the diagonal elevators yeah. that we're talking about. You literally, you just get on it and then you're on the fucking deck. You don't deck. typically see a diagonal elevator on a plane. Yeah, right. Well, I, so I get yeah, the feeling okay, that, Alex, have you been on every plane ever? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, it's COVID. No one's, no one's flying right now. It's That's fine. true. No, That's no true. one's on any plane. Oh, I wish that were so. Um, yeah, people are. They just shouldn't be. <laughs> I th- this this elevator looks like it's for bringing heavy machinery in from the deck, is what I'm guessing. Yeah, that makes sense. From the, from the top, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's the freight elevator. 
the observation deck, though. It's just loading things into the observation deck. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. This is how they brought the uh, the sphere oscillator in, or whatever. <laughs> the sphere oscillator finder, yeah. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, Rin is on the elevator already. Like he's like already ready to go to sell us some shit. The the little cutscene. As soon as it ends, you see him running, like dashing to the elevator to wait for us. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so Oren says, open the hatch, we fight. And uh Rin says, What are we saying? Evray? Evray, yeah. That's that's what I was Evray saying. Evray is truly mighty. Be well prepared. And then you can buy some weapons or items. So we're about to go up on to the to fight this thing, but I forgot to mention, or I guess we forgot to mention collectively is all our fault. There are random encounters on this on the deck now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's there's not too much different from the ones that we've been. Bombs and dual horns mostly, right? Yeah. yeah. You can steal some good shit. Dudes, yeah. It's a good place to grind. Like, uh, for this next fight, uh, fight. <laughs> we'll get to that, won't we? Yeah, for this next fight, I definitely spent some time down here just making sure Riku got some uh, some buff. But we'll talk about that more. I will say that uh, once you're done with Rin, uh, Waka says, we have to pay? Because, like, nothing's free. <laughs> and Waka says, if we lose, you'll die too, buddy. And Ren just goes, oh, I have faith in your victory. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's very good. I was oh, like, that's fucking thanks. good. <laughs> yeah, gee, thanks, yeah. What a, what a spectacular victory for the free market. <laughs> oh, no. The invisible hand has led us once again. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so we run out onto the deck. It's super cool because, like, we're on top of the airship, like, now. It's kind of badass. I don't know how we're not just getting blown off. I know. Yeah, the speed of it going by and the wind would just like throw all the party members off. Maybe brother just put it into cruise. It would be super cold too. My head cannon is that the spinning wheel on the back of the ship is like somehow creating an okay, like safe place to be on top. A nice little like neutral pocket of air. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's my head cannon. Is that, right. That's how that works. Um, yeah, I believe it. But yeah, so like fucking Evray comes up out of the clouds, is fucking enormous, like dwarfs the ship, really. I mean, it's much longer and taller than. Yeah, the ship. just from like yeah. it's. Yeah, it's about like three times the length of Valfor, I would say, approximately. I feel like one of its horns is like as big as Valfor. I'm looking at like at the uh, in, in the in battle right now. Oh, I'm looking at like the cutscene. Like, like there's the Celsius down there. Celsius. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait that fahrenheit i think that's called perspective buddy oh maybe so maybe so the celsius is the ship from x2 i'm sorry <laughs> god you damn it i know it's so dumb <laughs> you ruined that game for me <laughs> why even bother playing it now but uh yeah sid opens up um he like opens the side of the ship and there's just like port cannons like ready to fire at it same ones um, we use the level home right yeah yeah oh there you go um and he says over the intercom again we gotta keep our distance boys but we can't let her get too far away y'all have to tell me when to move but tell me quick huh this rig ain't so nimble you hear and titus says roger i'll give the commands and riku says not alone you won't and then we're in a battle with Evray. and yeah. the thing that they just said is a thing in this battle right yeah it's, it's that's, that's, that's the gimmick yeah yeah, yeah. Sid is actually now in the um, in the battle order now. Yeah, Sid is in the turn order, which yeah. we have to consider. Correct. As uh, they've said, Titus and Rico are the ones who can give commands to Sid. Right. So as the battle begins, a help window pops up that says maneuvering the airship. Use trigger commands, move in and pull back to adjust the distance between the airship and Evray. Only Titus and Riku can give these orders. 
And if you um, have something with scout on or a sensor and you're able to like read the, the sensor dialogue for every, it says releases poison breath attack after inhaling. And like what you want to do is when you see it inhale, make sure that the ship is far back enough not to get hit by its poison breath attack. Cause that yeah. thing will fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Like it, there's probably some smart way to deal with it, but I find that if you get hit by poison breath, you just have to like hope that Everett has like only a couple hundred HP left and you can just pound it out with that last character who's alive or whatever. So I think, uh, at first I was like, Oh fuck poison breath is really going to fuck me up. They have this whole gimmick built around it. And then I realized that, um, Riku is very fast. If you have yes. haste on Riku, you can just use an albed potion, which not only gives your party a thousand HP each, but also cures poison. Yeah, yes. that is true. Yeah. So it, it still definitely is not an attack that you want to get hit with. But like towards the end yeah. of the battle, I was like, well, I can probably like squeeze by like all of my characters will like survive this and then I can just pop a potion. Sure. Did you actually take one? Uh, I think I did. Yeah, I think I took like one or two. How many um, how much damage did it do? I'm not entirely sure. I don't have a screenshot of it. Like, it did a significant amount. Like, I think it brought everyone down to yellow, and then you have to worry about, you know, the poison hitting on a turn. But usually it was, like, within a turn order that Riku was going to be oh, okay. up soon enough that I was just like, eh, it's not too That's not as bad as I thought. Yeah, yeah. for me, I, the, the struggle is I, I find myself frustrated is when um, there are some times, depending on the turn order, where Evray has two moves before he can give a command to Sid. So yeah, you can't back away in time to yeah. avoid it in it. It just sucks. So, like I said, I, I gamed over to here before, so I had to make sure that everyone could at least survive a take from Poison Breath, including Riku, because she was still the weakest um, party member for me. Because if everyone just dies and no one can administer an ally potion right away, like, I'm like, right. oh, well, shit. So I used my uh, special sphere that we got, and I used it to teach um, Titus use. So really now good. I can also use Alved potions with Titus. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, and honestly, like not only just for this battle, but that's probably just good to have in general because that's that's a really, like, really good move. I figured I'd use it on the two fastest characters so I have the most opportunity to use it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when I say use it on the two most fastest, I mean Riku already has it, so I just yeah, use yeah, it yeah. on the second most fastest. But uh, yeah, Every is a um, uh, a, like a distance boss that you can't hit with melee weapons. So that means like Waka. Uh, no, you Lula can hit. The, you can hit with melee weapons. Yeah, so you can hit him with um, melee weapons. But if you're like, you know, if you back the ship away, which I if usually back take time to uh, to like recoup and kind of like get everyone prepped up. Sometimes yeah. casting a haste or um, cheer on people to kind of get them ready for the next time we're about to get to face to face with Evray. Right, um, right. That's kind of how I was kind of playing this fight out until you get yeah. to a certain point because there's like Evray also has like stone gaze. Yes. And then we'll immediately attack with Stone Gaze, which might shatter and like just completely yeah. remove a, a character from your, your the battle, which sucks. So I had Oron and he just shattered Oron like, oh, oh shit. My God. <laughs> so I, uh, so, you know, since we're doing the podcast and I feel like I need to like be a little more thorough sometimes when I'm fighting bosses, like try out a bunch of stuff on them. Like I knew the first thing I wanted to do because Titus and Riku can issue commands is get haste up on both of them, right? So yeah. boom, haste, no problem. And then I was like, what if I can slow Evray so like 
it doesn't work as often. And yo, you absolutely can slow Evre. Yeah, so my whole uh, thing, like at this point, like Riku and Titus are pretty leveled up because I did a, a bunch of grinding in the desert to get those uh, shadow gems. First thing I tried after I haste uh, Titus and, and Riku, so they're... They have like a bunch of turns before ever even gets a chance. First mm. thing I tried to do was use a shadow gem. Immune. You can't do. It's immune to demi attacks. Yeah. Yeah. And also at this point, you might have demi with Lulu. Um, also immune to that. Yeah. Uh, so the next it's thing immune I tried, to most, most, I think, uh, elements, right? Yeah. Even bio, it doesn't, it can't get poisoned though. Like, yeah. Cause I was going to say I got to Lulu, tried bio, immune. And I was like, fuck. Uh, um, some of Orin's breaks work on it. But not all of them as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, the armor break doesn't quite work, I don't think. Yeah. Um, but the it's not really works. an armor uh, enemy, so I don't think it really gives you too right. much. It, but but I think I think uh, the armor break can still bring defense down even if they don't have armor, right? Oh, I see. I believe um, that's correct. I think but so, yeah. Mental break and um, magic break, I think, still work, which can help yeah. kind of just make... It's the thing is, like, every has a ton of HP, so, like... Just making sure that you everyone is buffed out enough to kind of get enough hits in is like yeah. most of this battle because a lot of it's just whittling it down. Because, and then up to a certain point, I think when it's below one third of its HP, it will start doing phot- uh, not photon cans, but it'll start doing like the swipe. Yeah, so if, you, if, you, if you if you bring if you bring the ship away, it will zoom in and do like a kind of a, a kind of a milder, but just it, an yeah. attack that will hit everyone. The yeah, swooping only scythe, did- yeah. I have it on my screen, and the it, the most damage it did was like 350 to one of my characters, so it wasn't doing that much damage. Yeah, so uh, for me, it missed Aran, it missed Titus, and it hit Riku for 324 damage. So I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, it's it's not that bad. But um, um, oh, if so, if you um, another thing about this fight is like, if the ship is far away and Sid has another move up, he will use um a basically what do you call him? A, is it called a salve? A salve attack of um, oh okay. Of, those um of those cannons. Oh, really? interesting. I don't think I, I, I don't that. think I did that. So yeah, he'll like he has three of them stored up. So if you're far away and he has a turn and doesn't have anything else to do, like you haven't given him a command yet, he'll launch a salve of. of well, that's uh, cool. Which does look quite a bit. It does a few thousand. It does like ten or so, like of like maybe two hundred to three hundred per per hit. Whoa, that's awesome. It's pretty that's good. Very cool. Um, I mean, he, he no only idea. do those. He only do those three times. Okay. And then That's pretty and awesome. Similarly enough, uh, Evray can use photon cannons as well. Yeah, yeah. Which also sucks because you can't really dodge those. <laughs> right, right. Another thing about this fight, at least that happened to me, I don't know if it's like uh, like HP based or anything, which we should say it has uh, 32,000 HP. Again, no gravity attacks or anything. So you pretty much like it, it has high elemental defense and stuff. So shooting star did much, not work. I tried. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so you're pretty much just, you know, it's going to be a bit of a slog. But um, when I got to a certain point in the battle, um, Evray was just casting haste on itself. And I was oh. like, yes, yes, no. eventually so I pretty haste. much, I only used slow to like nullify uh, the haste. And then oh, in okay. the next turn, which also wasn't a hundred percent hit rate. So I would use slow with Titus and not necessarily get it. So they would, st- Evray would still be hasted. And I'm like, oh shit. And uh, usually if I was able to, to cast slow so that it, like, nullified the haste, it would just immediately on its next turn cast haste again. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. using my strat against me. <laughs> um, I will say that, like, when it used haste for me, like, it was low enough HP 
that I was just like, well, fuck it. And so I just went all out attack at that point. Like, hell yeah, no strategy, just damage and like was fine. So I feel like this battle is very much just a you just want to be on top of it. If you're on top of it, it's fine. Like as long as you can get done what you need to get done, you have fast enough characters, you're hasting people. It's not too hard, but you just can't get lazy on it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, it, it seems like it's definitely a, a fight that could go very poorly. I, I could see if I yeah. like hadn't done the level grinding before this, like I would have probably hated this boss. But yeah, this made me actually go back to reload a save from the desert and just start grinding and uh, with Riku and um, she, she was my healer, so I she would always yeah, get one yeah, hit killed. <laughs> like when I when I first got yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, that's so. no good. Yeah, if you ever buffed up, it makes this fight a lot easier. Yeah, yeah. for sure. MVP. Well, when we beat uh, Evray, it, it kind of like turns to stone or something. It I don't husks. know. What the, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, it petrifies. It looks like a bad banana. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I suppose it just falls out of the sky. Sucks for whoever's down there below it, I suppose. Yeah, right? Sucks for Bevel, I guess. Yeah. Sacred sucks, Beast is fucking... Sucks to be Vel. No. CL wouldn't want to be Vel. <laughs> hey, I'll take it. Um, brother says, uh, shoot, we're losing power. And Sid's like, hey, I see Bavel. And like, we just get that little cutscene, a real quick one, before we get our experience. Um, and I have had a good little strategy, I feel like, for the last several boss fights. Because, like, you know, like, Kamari's not like ultra useful. I just, I never use him in normal fights. So I just swap him in every boss battle, and he just always gets like, five or six levels so like he's keeping up with the group pretty well because i just put him in for bosses i'm like oh okay. yeah um with kimari for me he is currently at uh 15 sphere levels and i don't want to move too far <laughs> away from ultima <laughs> i feel like i probably should though yeah i mean like it's, it can be useful sometimes i find having kimari is useful if like you want it to be like titus or Walker's turn but they're already in the party and you're at you're on somebody else's turn. You could be like, oh well, I'll just switch Kamari in because that's yeah. essentially the same thing. Yeah, yeah, that, that's what I use him for. Um, but yeah, for the fight, we get two black magic spheres. Fuck yeah, hell yes. So when you learn Ultima, you can teach it to two more people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then we get a cool cutscene uh, of the fucking ship falling out of the sky. I guess what, losing control, losing power. It's fucking a bunch of billowy black smoke is coming out of it. Wait a second, you got two black magic spheres? Yeah. God damn it, I only got one. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, I guess well, it must we'll, be uh, like a rare drop or something. We'll do it Pokemon style and hook our switches up via game link cable. Hell and yeah. And I'll, I'll attach one of the black magic spheres to a Pikachu and then trade it to you. And then Yo, you can hell have another yeah. one. And then <laughs> if I unplug mine right at the, the right time, then we can both have it. That's right, that's right. And Muse under the truck. Anyway, um, <laughs> Miku. <laughs> Miku is under the truck. Yeah, that is a that is a uh, according to the the wiki that is a twelve point five percent rare drop. Oh, so that's that's you got yourself a Black Knight Halberd there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can also steal um water gems from it, which is pretty useful. You can then use it on every, even though I don't think it really does too much damage. Uh, and there's a rare steal where you can get two instead of just one. You remember how, well, I guess we haven't talked about this yet, but Carl, you remember how FF8 had an option for you to draw magic from an enemy and cast it on the same turn? You remember that? Yeah. It'd be cool to be able to, like, steal and use. 
yeah like that'd be cool technique like that would be pretty neat. get on it nomura nomura give us give us the final fantasy 10 hd re-remaster <laughs> <laughs> the, the box for it is just like now with one added feature <laughs> but anyway so the ship is like falling out of the sky it's careening down toward bevel we get a nice aerial shot of the city of bevel they built the whole city symmetrically, which is pretty fucking amazing. They built this city. <laughs> we we built, built this city symmetrically. symmetrically. <laughs> God damn it! But the, <laughs> like, because like you have to think that like cities are built like, like they expand, right? Like cities expand, and so like I'm imagining that whenever you want to build an expansion to Bavel, like if you're making another residential area, like, well, we have to make exactly the same residential area on the other side of town too, like with the same house. Imagine if there was a West Philly that was just mirrored. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> East Philly is exactly West Philly. He's backwards. Very, very crazy. But yeah, the, the silhouette of the, the footprint, I guess, of the city kind of almost looks like, like, um, like a bird or something. Yeah, kind of it wings. does. Yeah. I'm trying to think of it. It doesn't quite look like one of the like Yevon symbols or anything, but it it does. It looks like a bird or a symbol or something, though. Yeah, it looks pretty high tech. But we cut to yeah from far away to like the I guess I'm not sure the temple or wherever the chapel or wherever the wedding is taking place. I can't figure out where on the actual city overlook that this take is taking place because I, I I think if you look at it. Like if you're looking at the picture of the city from overhead, um, you see how like there's the big bridge leading into town, right? And then after that is like a big diagonal facet, I suppose. Behind that, I think, is the temple, which is like surrounded by like double moats. I think we're up on top of that temple. Okay, that would make sense. Because of all the waterfalls that were where where Yuna and Seymour were, I think it would make for there make sense for there to be waterfalls there because there's those like cascading moats or whatever. I'll take it. I'll take it. Sounds good. Sounds good. good. Anyway, we get more cutscene of Seymour and Yuna up there getting ready to be married. And now they're early. Seymour's looking like a real zombie. Very pale. Yeah, he does look like uh, he's lacking a good bit of blood. <laughs> yeah, he is looking like pure shit. <laughs> he's a little embalmed. Perhaps <laughs> they just they just filled him up with like formaldehyde and was like, ah, good as new <laughs> for the wedding, you know. Yeah. Gotta say though, <laughs> Yuna looks very nice. Yuna looking good has she's like got the, a veil tiara, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but there's like yeah, she's now they're surrounded by actual people that aren't armed guards, like right? Yeah, monks or, or Yevonites, yeah, Yevonistas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I think because he shows up here in a second in this cutscene. I have a picture. If you look down there, I think that's Keenock. It is, yeah. Yeah. The so Bobby Hill Keenock. motherfucker. <laughs> that, that Bobby Hill motherfucker. Um, oh, so yeah, the uh, this is like different than what we were seeing. I guess maybe they were just watching during their like rehearsal. Yeah, like, maybe so. Because now they're coming from like different wings of this like area. You can see them on like Ian just coming from the left and uh, Seymour's coming from the right and they meet in the middle. They're coming so, through the crowd like it's a WWE event and like <laughs> the Hardy boys are sneaking into the fight or whatever and they come through the crowd and they grab a steel chair and it's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> um, but yeah, they start ascending like this staircase to the highest point of um, of this area and uh, Maester Micah is up there waiting for them 
And um, it's, it's like they're doing like the walk, right? Just instead of like the procession. Yeah, the procession. Exactly right. Um, and then like Bell's Cannon in D is playing. Yeah, yeah right. That's a good song. And it's every single pop song ever. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Nobuo. <laughs> <laughs> um, and some fireworks go off. Very pretty. Um, not home. Yuna, Yuna looks fucking miserable. Yuna looks fucking miserable. Also, I will say that like every time they have a cut scene with Yuna in it, I am once again surprised. I'm always like, oh, yeah, she has heterochromia. I forgot about that. Yeah, which I think like, we now kind of know a little more why, why that is. Yeah, yeah, like she's got right. the one green eye. We know she the, has the, the big thing eye. about the Albed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pretty cool. Makes sense. Um, and yeah, it does plainly show Keenock here. Like once the once the actual FMV or whatever, you know, the, the fully rendered one is over, there's a cutscene just kind of showing them and like we see Keenock there and a bunch of armed guards. It's actually between two different FMVs. We see a jarring shot of just like low poly Keenock <laughs> and then it goes back into another FMV, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, it shows him and it shows the guards raise their guns at something. Yeah. And then we see what they're raising also, the guns at. Yeah, he's he um he's looking at something in the sky and it's a bunch of pyreflies. Yes, yes. Which is interesting. Oh, I wonder if that's from um, Evre. Whoa! Could be. Evre's ashes. I wonder just... if those fireworks are that, yeah. It, it doesn't look like they're fireworks. They could, it could be related to that. Like, this is right after the fireworks happen, but it they look very similar to pyreflies. Oh, those are pyreflies for sure. The things that he's yeah. looking at. All right. But yeah, yeah, anyway. You would not believe your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but they aim their guns, and then out of the fucking clouds, the fucking... The airship just comes whoosh, like screaming out of it. And I was like, we're going to crash into the fucking temple and kill everybody. <laughs> Sid's like, this is my only move. I got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> then we get a uh, we get more um, fully rendered scene. Keenox says fire. And I have a picture of Keenox's face fully rendered in 3D. And it looks great. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, buddy. Okay, now it looks like a hat. It doesn't look like his hat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's definitely wearing a hat, but... <laughs> oh, I love that so much. But then we... In the He's next a real rough-looking motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, fuck Everyone's wearing soap shoes. Oh, Yo, my every, God, yes. Everybody they are rolling is, around at the speed of sound, dude, everyone. Everybody I can't is believe Sonic it. the Hedgehog 2 adventure battled the fuck Hell up. Oh, yeah. They're heading <laughs> into, the, uh, into the pyramids. They're racing against Shadow. They're trying to get all of Knuckles' uh, artifacts or whatever the fuck. I don't know. I haven't played that game in a while, but yeah. it's cool so, as hell. The airship shoots like anchors, like harpoon, like giant fucking anchors into the temple, right? Just like, whoom. Yeah, like suspension wire. Yeah, yeah, they have, yeah, they're attached to suspension wire. And then the whole fucking party, soap shoe grinds down the fucking wire. Everyone. Everyone. Kimari does like Kimari does it with his bare fucking feet. Yeah. Mad and as, lad. as all of this is happening, Seymour grabs Yuna and like starts to, like pulling her away. Cause he like realizes what's happening and he just says, come. And he's like trying to like, you know, make this happen before they get here. It, importantly, in the uh, in the CGI scene, Lulu is not shown <laughs> soap grinding. Wait, oh, damn. She's more dignified. Yeah, she's more dignified. She's riding that. down side saddle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does show Orin. Like Orin and Kamari yeah. are the funniest ones because <laughs> like because they are like dignified or whatever. 
I just love that he's like, it's just his uh, Titus's fucking Tim's, but yeah. he's doing the fucking grinding. <laughs> like, why was the okay? So in this, they do era, look like water shoes in that shot though. They look like they're like made of rubber, and, like some sort of spoiler. yeah. In this like era of like gaming, why was this so popular? Because <laughs> this is around when Sonic Adventure look, Two Battle came out. Look how long Titus's upper right leg looks in this shot, like. <laughs> He's like seventy five percent like calf, or, or like twenty five percent like calf, and like seventy five percent like thigh. Wow, so much thigh on that. Well, this is two thousand one, which is when when like yeah, like grinding was still a thing. The X Games were probably still a thing. Tony Hawk was still a thing. Yeah, he he's just wearing uh, he's wearing like Jinko jean shorts. If we're not looking at Titus's creepy giant thigh extension um they are indeed on top of the temple though yeah yeah so the, they're at the it. highest point in the city yeah. i actually kind of just want to like let's just finish the podcast in 30 minutes i need a while to just like look at this picture yeah this is fucking awesome yeah, this game is very dense visually like as we mentioned in the first episode <laughs> i do i do like that uh when titus is like grinding down he decides that he needs to do like an ollie over to like yeah yeah the he jumps wire. to the other one like, yeah he had to get more rings <laughs> i think like one of the lines was about to like kind of clothesline him so he kind of jumped over to one maybe oh, yeah, oh i yeah. see i thought he was just showing off like an asshole God, that would be Hold a on. real sad way to end the game right hey there. riku check this out oh no <laughs> Gotta get out of here. He get the uh, game over screen. <laughs> okay, he ducks under one and then jumps onto the one he ducked under. Okay. Oh, that's pretty cool. So too fast for you to carry. I would like to So the city of Bevel, speaking of which, since we can see a lot of it from overhead, it looks really fucking cool. Like it's like the equivalent of like a Junon or Midgar. Like there's a lot of stuff in it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like there's all kinds of weird houses and like it seems like they're built in water in some places, like pretty fucking cool looking. I really hope we get to go there at some point in the game. Yeah. I feel like it would be a giant waste of potential to show us all of this and then never <laughs> let us see any of it. <laughs> Not that that will happen. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so the party eventually um, soaps their way down to the platform. At the speed of sound. Right? At the speed of sound, to the bottom of the platform. So it's like a little like battle gauntlet, working our way through the gunners and the uh, the different soldiers to get up to where Seymour and you are. Yeah. Also, the lines are like completely cut, and the Fahrenheit is like taken off. Like this is a one way trip. <laughs> right. Right. We're out of here. I did use a level four sphere uh, key. Nice. What did here. you use it for? I used it to get copycat. Nice. So, nice. which is close to Riku. It was like right where she was on the sphere grid. So it just mimics the last turn. And like, I was like, now I've played other Final Fantasies. The mime command is usually yeah. broken. So I'm just going to go ahead and get it just in case. I, I did some research on that because I, I, I no, really want to get broken. Ultima. I, yeah. No, no, no. I really want to get Ultima. Oh. And I was like, okay, but like a bird in the hand is better than two in the bush. Should I just get copycat? I haven't done yeah. it yet, but I think I'm going to because that command seems kick ass. Yeah, just use Ultima anyway or whatever. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So 
What's cool is we get into a fight with some of the Yevon monks as we like run around and try to get up to where they are. Warrior monks, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's some very cool enemies here that I really like. Yeah. And there's like robots. There's robots that are apparently not Machina because. Yeah. Are these things regulation? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I know. Riku cannot <laughs> one hit KO them. So. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Fucked. These are that newfangled Yevon shit. Yeah. There's one that's just like a pogoing he's just bouncing on one leg dude it's no so arms. fucking cool it's just a robot with these big long legs he drop kicks Oran for me oh yeah he's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he's he's doing a stance where he's about to like do a kick called a teep where you just fully extend your foot and it's almost like you're pushing someone back with your foot drop a little dead bit legs oh sorry what yeah teeps are really fun though <laughs> when I saw him I'm like I gotta fucking take this fucker down I gotta sweep that so, leg <laughs> you do need to take him down because if you look at his sensor information it says if it is the last enemy standing, it will release a vicious thrust kick, which yeah. will eject one of the party members from the fight and just oh, remove shit. him entirely. This yeah. is super funny because we're like up in the air and I think he just punted Titus like over the edge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Boink>. <laughs> Imagine being able to pull off that cool like like ollie to the other fucking wire and then like landing that trick. No problem. And then your combo is fucking broken by a robot that just kicks you. <laughs> <laughs> He has become Blitzball. But yeah, there's the guards have like some of them have rifles and then there's other ones with flamethrowers. I love them. They're, they're not very fast because every time they hold up their gun, they seem like they're kind of still figuring it out. Dude, I was going to say I so I always take out the flamethrower guys first, not because they have flamethrowers that hit all party members, but because their attack animation is like a full 10 seconds long. And I was just like, <laughs> they're like I don't have hold time on, hold on. I got to turn it on. Spo yeah, spoken yeah, like a true wait speed for a runner. Yeah. It's it's warming up. It's warming. It's like a Keurig machine. Like you have to like yeah. it takes like it has a little cycle where it warms up the water first. Yeah, it sucks when you grab the flamethrower and you go to open it up to like put your cart your flame cartridge in. <laughs> and, and somebody already used left one's one. in there and you're like, what the fuck? It takes you two seconds to take it out. Now I gotta take out your trash. Come on. Have some fucking courtesy. <laughs> um there's another robot uh that appears in some of these fights. Called oh, yeah, the, the drone, right? It's like kind of like a double has two cans yeah. on it. It's called the Yat 99. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is cool as hell. But its thing is that like it is always behind other enemies. Yeah, you can't hit it. Yeah, you can't attack it except for like with Waka and Lulu until you take out the enemies in front of it. And then your party actually runs forward and closes yeah. the gap. Yeah. It's basically the uh, the opposite of the, the thrust kick one where like you never want that one to be the last enemy on the field. You have no choice but to have this one be the last enemy on the field. Yeah, yeah. I guess you could take it out first, but there would be no reason yeah. to that. Yeah, there's not really a reason to. Yeah. We do see it in the um, Keynock FMV briefly in the background. It's pretty yeah. It's pretty cool looking. It's true. But I like that we're like fighting our way through these dudes with like rifles and fucking flamethrowers and shit like that. And we run up to Keenock and he just has a normal rifle. And he's I like, I love it. And he goes, it's just like an AK 47. I yeah, love gun. Gun Keenock is so funny looking. <laughs> gun, to me. This has gone far enough. 
And apparently his gun would kill us, though, because we're like, oh, shit, he's got a gun. Yeah, we just got <laughs> shot like 19 times in a row and got yeah, flamethrowered and robo so kicked. But yeah. now Keenock has the only gun that's actually lethal. <laughs> I'd kill you if I had my gun. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, you don't. don't. I, uh, I really want to take just a picture of uh, Keenock's face and add the, the gun pointing at the camera filter <laughs> over top of it. <laughs> I'm going to do that. Um, but like when he aims the gun at Titus, Oren kind of like jumps in front of him and like pushes Titus back a little bit. He's like kind of like being protective of him a little bit. And uh, all the other guards who are stationed around are all aiming their fucking guns at us now. And you see, like, Seymour's smug-ass face where he's like, (laughs) got him. But did he get us? Or did Yuna get him, motherfucker? She has her summoning staff. Oh, shit, she's got her staff. Which, like, nobody checked. Hitting up her tiny dress. Yeah, I was going to say, like, where did you put it? She she had to be just carrying it. (laughs) I mean, how are we carrying all of everyone's weapons anyway? Yeah, it's a good point. A whole stash of them. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah, it's like in the Zelda cartoon where it just shrinks down and goes into a tiny little bag. I like it. How big is an Albed potion that I can carry ninety nine of them? No problem. <laughs> it's magic, baby. They're like a, like a Tic Tac. They're like little like. Little <laughs> it's cartoon. a Pez dispenser. Yeah. Yeah. That's Machina. Yeah. <laughs> she pulls out her staff and like steps in front of Seymour and like kind of starts like the poses to begin the sending, and Seymour like very calmly is like. You would play at marriage just for a chance to send me? Your resolve is admirable. And I was like, oh, Seymour, I don't like this. <laughs> he goes, yeah. all the more fitting to be my lovely wife. <laughs> Real creep. Real weirdo. <laughs> what is he doing here? <laughs> what is he doing he here? here? Yeah. And like, as you, so Eunice starts doing the sending and Micah stops her. And is like, he says, stop. Do you not value your friends' lives? And then she looks down and sees like everybody pointing guns at them. And he says, your actions determine their fate. Protect them or throw them away. The choice is yours. Yo, fuck Grandmaster Micah. Yeah, what a motherfucker here. It would be even cool if she was just like, it's cool. We've got Phoenix down. Yeah. Yeah. Like, (laughs) do what you want. I'll just not send them. (laughs) What? When are we going to get cool Final Fantasy Pope? They're always assholes. Yeah, wait. You you gotta. It's a good point. Oh no, you'll kill them, and then I just won't send them. Yeah, I just their attachment to the world will just keep them around, and then they'll just be like death proof. It's fine. Yeah, I guess like that's the one danger. If you're um, if you're if if you come back as like a fucking undead, is you can just be sent and die immediately. But that's still not that dangerous because like. In normal life, you could just be shot and die immediately. So, like, yeah. ascending at least takes time. You could, like, push them and be like, stop this it. Is like a, this <laughs> is like a ghost marrying a Ghostbuster. Oh, you think, man. Like, the forbidden love. When when somebody turns into fireflies, do you think it's, like, piece by piece? So if you did a little bit of the sending, I'd lose, like, some of my body parts. Yeah, it's like Marty McFly in the Back of the Future. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> <laughs> you're looking at the photograph of yourself, and you're like, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, but Yuna is swayed, and she drops her staff on the stairs, and there's a very like, <laughs> a very like cinematic moment of it like bouncing down the stairs. It's like Aerith's dude. I was gonna you. say, I was like, it hits the ground. Yeah, I thought the same thing significantly um, less sad i think it's got bounce yeah 
Maybe it's inflatable. That's maybe why she was able to hold it's it. Pretty, it's, like, <laughs> it's pretty durable, too. Durable or durable? I'm sorry. What durable. Did you say? It's adorable. <laughs> it's it was adorable and durable. Hell yeah. Seymour uh, says, you are wise. And it begins another fully rendered cutscene. And like, ew, I don't like it. Oh, yeah. It's not. It's They're smonching. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it. He like. I really think the directing here was just them being like, okay, we want this scene to be as upsetting as possible. It's already upsetting just in general because of what's happening. We want to make it extremely uncomfortable. <laughs> it's extremely uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you get to see a nice <laughs> close up of Waka's face with stubble. That's pretty good. Tetsuya, I am going to cuck the audience, Namora. <laughs> 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 but uh, but yeah, like Seymour gets all fucking ultra handsy on yuna Ooh, i don't like it yeah um, he's also a lot bigger than her so it's very like yeah, the power like dynamic it. is really really upsetting as well yeah he's still wearing a stupid pope hat <laughs> he's yeah. still wearing his, like, that's his, the worst part of it honestly his dunce cap <laughs> yeah you know dude waka does have some stubble down there yeah, this again is like this is weird white waka. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a Macklemore waka. Yeah. Wacklemore. There is something really great that happens. So when when Seymour starts like just grossly kissing Yuna, she's clearly not into it. It's very uncomfortable. There's an amazing just shot of Yuna's fist, like that Arthur meme. Yeah. Of, like clenching. Arthur being pissed off, like. <laughs> Yucko. But yeah, so he like just goes open mouth on you or tries to anyway. And uh, she's clearly not enjoying it. Yeah, it's definitely got the energy of someone who A, has never kissed before and is really yeah. bad at it. And yeah. B, someone who is kissing someone that they absolutely should not be. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's very uncomfortable. Getting yeah. kissed by a dead dude. <laughs> Kissing the oh, dead he's probably dude. all clammy. And as Ugh. soon as he's as soon as he's done, he turns to Keenock and just says, kill them. And so he like, says, kill oh. them. I am going to become the Joker now. <laughs> um, I bet he smells nice, though. The kid said he did. <laughs> True. Keenock like pushes the gun into Titus's face and says, I'm sorry, but it is for Yevon. And Oren's <laughs> a last ditch effort to save our lives. Oren's like, wait, those weapons are forbidden by Evan. <laughs> He's like, no, wait, it's Machina. Like, oh, oh, shit, you're right. And Keenock just says, oh, there's exceptions. And like, ah, oh, you son of a bitch. Motherfucker. But in the in the interim, in that time period that that little conversation happened, Yuna has walked over to the fucking edge of this platform and says, throw down your weapons, let them go or else. And she like backs up to the edge of it. So she's like threatening to throw herself off of the fucking platform. Right. Which like yeah. we got to talk about this scene a little bit, too. I know that we're like going on a good bit of time here for the recording, but I see what's happening. This is here. a cool. This is a cool uh, scene. It's a cool scene, but I want to just keep a couple things in mind. I see what you is doing. I see what she's saying. and I get it. She's like, oh, you need me for this. So if I threaten my own life, you'll have to do what I say. That is the that's the thing that they have now. Right. Like that's what's in their possession. Yeah. It's like, oh, we have that. That's our card on the table. Right. Is it like, oh, I'm threatening my own life. You have to do what I say because X, Y, Z. So she backs up to the thing and it says, leave now, please. Titus runs up and like, I guess because like they see what's going on. They're like kind of frozen. And Titus says, you're coming with us. Don't worry, go. 
And Seymour, again, just like super calm, is like, this is foolish. If you fall, you'll die. And she says, don't worry. I can fly. And, and then like says, believe. She does a weird little thing with her. She like does a half dab. <laughs> no, yeah. Before <laughs> like, she says, don't worry, I can fly. She wipes her mouth like um, it, like in response to. Oh, yeah. Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. She's wiping off the germs. It's like, ugh. yeah, yeah. like corpse smooch. Yeah. But yeah, she says believe and then crosses her arms and just falls backward off of the platform, right? But yeah, she straight up jumps off and like I like the like again, like kind of just calm Seymour and Micah both just like look over the edge, just like, oh <laughs> like and the look on their face is so like just mild, where they're just like, Oh, that was some wild shit. <laughs> like they're not like upset by it. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. Oopsie. <laughs> Like, that was weird. <laughs> There's, like, a very pretty rendered scene here where she's, like, falling off the um, the uh, tower. Tower, platform, whatever you want to call it. Sure. And uh, the precipice. she, like, extends her arms out and summons Veilfor. And Veilfor come like, comes down and, like, catches her, right? It's very, like, action-packed the way, like, swoops out of the sky and, like, yeah. you know, like, shoots toward the earth faster than she's falling to catch her. Um, or, I guess... She, I guess, right? Balefor? Yeah. I'm not sure. Is this, like, sh also showing that she does not need the staff to summon? Yeah, I suppose that's correct. Yeah. But it, it helps, probably. So here's my question, though. This is why this was weird to me. We no longer have that bargaining chip. Now they could just shoot us. Yeah, I, I think... <laughs> like, like, the one thing that was preventing us from being shot was her doing that. And then she's like, no, I'm fine. And they could just be like, oh. Well, well I guess just kill them, then. <laughs> That's, that's right, yeah. She says, let them go or else I'll jump. She jumps anyway. So now they don't have to let us go. Yeah, I think the directing could have been a little better where, like, our team escapes and then she's like, peace. <laughs> like, yeah, I can fly. Yeah. I do want to say, as soon as she summoned Valfor and he, like, swooped in and caught her, I was like, I don't know what I was expecting would happen. Like, I kind of just believed that she could fly. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't know why I was thinking that. Like, her dress... So, I don't think we really explained her dress too much. It's like a normal kind of, like, yeah. wedding dress, but then um, it kind of, like, arcs back, like, right around, like, where... As a skirt, and has, like, feathers that almost look like wings. So, I was yeah. like... That's Chekhov's wings there. She's definitely going to fly with that shit somehow, and it's going to be awesome. It's foreshadowing. Or I was, like, I was like, that or the Fahrenheit is going to catch her, you know. Like. Yeah. The DeLorean uh, is going to come up underneath her, and then it's going <laughs> to open the door and hit Biff Tannen in the face. And I haven't seen a flying Fahrenheit in 1,000 years. <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> good thing Riku's here, though, because she goes, cover your eyes, and throws a fucking like, flash grenade, I guess she has. Yo, hell yeah. I guess she was in overdrive and was able to mix one up. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And I like, or, like I figured it was kind of like a smoke bomb, which we just stole several of yeah, from the zoos. Right. But it, but it, like it is a flashbang, and the it's the funniest fucking scene too, because she says, "Cover your eyes," and throws it on the ground, and just very slowly, very calmly, Seymour just turns to look right at it. <laughs> like as it hits the ground, he just is like, "Hmm." He like, he just like looks at it, and it's it exact... blows up right in his face. Ooh, a piece of candy. It's the exact same energy as when there was the the solar eclipse. And everyone was like, unless you have special glasses, do not look directly in it. So, of course, Donald Trump fucking looked directly yeah. at it. And there's just pictures <laughs> right. of him being like, looking, <laughs> staring directly at it. Uh, <laughs> how exciting. So if you're not from America and American politics in uh, 
late January, we actually send the president. So <laughs> <laughs> parody, parody, parody in the game. <laughs> in the game, in the game, in the, yeah. <laughs> but just, I'm sorry, I'm just looking at this picture though. Like he's so calm. Like when he he looks like <laughs> he just looks directly at it. He's because like Riku even's like cover your eyes, and he's like, huh? <laughs> I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna leave it to Alex's discretion to leave in for the pod. But Seymour getting killed at the temple and then like not dying and just like still being alive is pretty much the same exact thing as Donald Trump getting COVID and then being like, <laughs> I'm okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, we should have sent him. He had, a, he had an attachment to this world. That's, why, that's why. Yeah, it was causing suffering to everyone. <laughs> uh, well... Just like Sin, once it's over, it just starts up again, though. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, uh, go ahead, Alex. <laughs> yeah, Waka asked, what was that? And Riku just says, an Albed flash bomb. I, I, like, I think we're we're getting a, a shot of just the steps of everyone just making a run for it, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. yes. And I think Which like, is funny, it's a fixed camera, and we're just seeing people zoom by down I think, like, Kamari or Orin is, like, carrying Titus, and Titus is, like, screaming, and he's like, let me go, I'm gonna kill Seymour. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kick-ass. That fucking rules. Kimari says, Yuna said leave. We leave. We'll join up with her later. Breakthrough! And, um, yeah, so we run all the way down the stairs. We see what was behind, I guess, the platform that we were on just now. Um, and it looks like the entrance to the Temple of Bavel. Ooh. Ooh. Um, so as we're running up to it, Riku says, Where did Yuni go? Uh, Kimari says, Bevel Palace is temple. Yuna goes to one place only. The Chamber of the Faith! And we enter Bevel Temple. Hell yeah. So, like, two birds with one stone, baby. We escaped, and also we can go get a faith. Yeah, on the way out, we can hit the McDonald's when we're escaping uh, <laughs> escaping the city that we just, like, caused a huge fucking riot in. <laughs> we're hitting the McDonald's. If you guys want anything, leave us a voicemail at 530-Materia. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I ordered McDonald's today, and I didn't get my Big Mac. I ordered a Big Mac oh. meal. I got the rest of the components. Did not get the Big Mac. Is that true? Yeah, it's a bummer. Oh, I hate it's that fine. Beer. I'm relaxed about it. Mm. <laughs> the person who's making it didn't wasn't didn't have a their overdrive ready. So <laughs> a very sad and forlorn. That's business, baby. What a horrible way to start out 2021, <laughs> the year One, that we're yeah. in right now. <laughs> Shit, I fucked up that joke. <laughs> <laughs> I guess what we're doing, because uh, it's because this is coming out on January first. Mm -hmm. Happy first birthday, the Munster Technical University in Ireland, according to the Wikipedia page for the number twenty twenty one, because that is a thing that's happening this year. I guess. Hell yeah, we did it. <laughs> we did it. I'm sorry, I'm just reading the Wikipedia page about twenty twenty one now. <laughs> But yeah, I think, uh, is that where we're going to leave it for today? Yeah, I think that's where we're going to leave it for today. Walking into the temple. There's still like a little bit that happens, but there's a save sphere coming up real soon. We'll talk yeah. about this room uh, next week. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll fucking do another fucking cloister of trials. Can't wait. Fun, fun for everyone. Is this the last one? I think this is the last shitty one. <laughs> nice. Every time we do a cloister of trials, I'm always like, Oh, these fucking things. <laughs> yeah, so how far should so. we go for next week? Oh, okay. Uh, next week, we'll just do all of the um, all of the temple. We'll go until we are out of Bavel Temple. 
Um, and back in Makalania Woods. We'll stop there. Now, there's cool. not a save point, I think, at the beginning of the Makalania Woods <laughs> section. But um, it's a whole thing. So either... Yeah, you probably just have to play through it if you're playing with us. But a whole thing happens. Both next episode and the episode after that. We're getting to the big the big scenes of Final Fantasy X now. Sweet. So it's going to be very exciting. Finally going to meet Donald Duck. Hell yeah. Finally meet Donald Duck. We'll finally get Aerith back in the party. Aerith, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Happy New Year, you filthy Happy animals. New Year. From our family to yours. Should old acquaintance be forgot? Because of Sin's toxic. What if old Yeah. <laughs> what a shame. <laughs> Um, I have no jokes. I'm looking for jokes. I got nothing, Alex. If anyone has any jokes, uh, b- feel free to call our hotline. <laughs> We're taking a hard stance in 2021. Uh, no more jokes on the podcast. We're, we we di- we tried that. We're done with them. We jokes need to are open so up. 2020. They're 2019. <laughs> We're in a post-joke world now. <laughs> the energy I'm trying to take into 2021 is no humor whatsoever. <laughs> just completely joyless. We're going to be calm about mostly everything. So uh, since Christmas just happened, a special shout out to my mom who got me uh, not one pair of socks, not two pairs of socks, not three pairs of socks, not dot, 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 not 10 pairs of socks, not 11 pairs of socks, dot, 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 dot. 17 pairs. <laughs> Damn. That's a good gift. Hell yeah. And I did ask for socks for Christmas. Honestly, so. socks are like my favorite fucking gift at Christmas from my mom. So shout out to Dude, my mom. It's the best because well. everybody needs to wear them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to buy that shit for myself. Well, home's gone. Uh, Yuna's a wife now. Yuna's hitched. She's, she's murdered. <laughs> and uh, I guess they're getting divorced already because it didn't work out. That's pretty wild how Yuna and Seymour get married, and then for all of Final Fantasy X-2, they're just married the whole time. But they're, like, both very happy with each other. It's the married with children dynamic. Uh, <laughs> no Love peg. Love and marriage. No <laughs> peg. Anyway. The real motivation for killing Seymour is so he doesn't say, my wife. <laughs> <laughs> my wife. All right. Let's fucking wrap right. this shit. <laughs> my wife. Uh, Alex, why don't you... um. Why don't you be the last enemy standing in the battle and thrust kick us off the fucking platform? <laughs> oh, also, a week from now, I'm doing the uh, GDQ thing. Yeah. Check out the schedule. Hell yeah. Thanks to the Night of the Round for the theme music. Again, they're streaming on Twitch recently, and I've been watching them play uh, Final Fantasy VII. It's always fun to hang out in the chat. Um, they are currently chocobo breeding. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> My sympathies. I wish them uh, good luck, yes. <laughs> Thanks to Nobuo Uematsu, Masashi Hamauzo, and Junior Nakano for the game music. Rate, review, subscribe. Call us at 530-Materia or find us at every FNFF on all the things. Um, there's nothing to do but destroy the podcast and all go down together. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.